Hey kids, the new sick super cool fad is here. Do you want to be the most super duper kid in school? Try our wacky zany flavors of new Capri Sun Jewel Pods. There's awesome flavors like Magical Mango, Amazing Apple, and everyone's favorite, Unicorn Piss. Mom and Dad think they know what's right for you. As if. Listen to us. We know what's right for you. Listen to the nicotine. It beckons for you. So get your mom and dad's credit card and head over to Jewel.Kids to start your jeweling journey. Today. Right now. Come on. Do it. Give us your money. Please. Do you like non-stop action? Exhilarating drama? Do you get erotically aroused when you see people from marginalized communities getting busted and beaten down for minor crimes? Well, get ready to flop your dick out and jerk your white meat to some live PD. On Live PD, the situations are endless, and we take down and beat up all different types of criminals, like blacks, Mexicans, Mexican blacks, uh, and, uh, Puerto Rican, oh wait, no, that guy was also Mexican. The crimes range all the way from domestic argument all the way to half a gram of marijuana. The evil devil's lettuce used by only the biggest lowlifes of this beautiful country of ours. Like this guy here. Hey, get over here, kid. What's up? What are you doing here, you lowlife? This is Starbucks. I'm buying coffee. Oh yeah. Well then, what's all this white powder that you're putting in your drink? It's sugar, you dumbass. My god, how stupid are you? That's verbal assault of an officer. We got a 69 on the 420, 69 on the 420. I've been verbally assaulted by the suspect and need backup. Hey, get over here, kid. Ow, fuck, dude, fuck. Why does this happen every time I come to this Starbucks? Uh there's the weed. We're in a legal state. Resistant arrest. Don't tell me how to do my job. You Chinese people are all oh, the same. fuck, dude. I'm Korean. Not even Chinese. Damn, that makes me so horny right now. So come on over to A&E and flick your willy to some live PD. See you there. Looking for a getaway from your boring suburban life? Well, now is the time to take a vacation and come to New York City, the greatest city on Earth. The Big Apple is the home to everything you could want and some things you didn't expect, such as aspiring rappers who will scam you into buying their mixtape, homeless people taking a dump in front of Madison Square Garden, and mystery liquid all over the subway stations. Seriously, what is that liquid? Come put yourself at risk by coming to one of the biggest terrorist targets in the United States just so you can look at some paintings of penises in the Museum of Modern Art. Worried about COVID? Okay, cool, but what are you, a little bitch? Sure, it's the epicenter of the virus, but it's also the epicenter of awesome fucking shit. Sure, nothing is open and there's riots and looting everywhere. Come be a part of it. Bring your kids. Be a part of history and torch some cop cars because fuck the pigs, right? New York City, a literal hell. Book your smelly train tickets today. 
Attention, Matthew McConaughey is out sick, so Christopher Walken is replacing him for today's commercial. I've been boofing ketamine long before anyone told me to do this commercial. I just liked it. I mean, horse tranquilizers, they're crazy. I put them in my ass. You should try it. It's a lifestyle choice. One that every man should have to make. I remember this one time I did so much ketamine. I woke up in Judy Dench's sex swing. I don't know how I got there, but I did. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. You need now Judy Dench's sweet ass. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What you're asking for is gotta Welcome back to the Short News Podcast. Oh, not that guy again. That was legitness. profanity. Give me that pussy. Welcome back to the Short News Podcast, the show that bullies conservatives. My name is Alex Mador, and I like potatoes, but hate tomatoes. I don't know why I said that, but I hope your week has been going well. Mine's been okay so far. Just, you know, dealing with school-related shit, like always. I have to do a ton of research by the middle of next month, so I'm ramping up on that. It's going to be a continuation of my research from last semester on violence and hate crimes against Asians living in America. Which, by the way... There are a lot of assholes who participated in that survey I put out who only took the survey to mess like mess with the data or tell me that Asians aren't victims or blame it on other races and shit like that. And I don't think I'll be collecting survey data this time just because of that unless I find a better way to do it than I did last time. I have to, you know, add more layers to this survey to make sure people are legit. Like, dude, I had a, I had this partner for that project that literally did nothing for the project. Just copied everything off me. That bitch pretty much got a, a free A grade because of me. She literally contributed nothing to the project and tried to get me to let her, co- let her copy off my final report. And that wasn't fucking cool with me, man. So yeah, she got a free A thanks to me that she ended up copying me anyways, and it, it bothers me to this day. Good thing is this time I don't have to really work with a partner, thank God, because I hate working with people for for most things, but for school projects, really, like, it's, it's more difficult than doing assignments alone, if I'm being honest, because there's always 
weird dynamics. And one person ends up doing most of the work while everyone else just sits on their phones or sleeps. And like one person maybe like tries to dominate the whole project and that's not fun. But whatever, I'm almost done. I won't have to travel to New York City anymore. I really hate that place so much. It's so fucking crowded. And for what? Chipotle on every corner? Fucking awesome, dude. Totally worth the insane amounts of money to live there. They finally got rid of the Ferris wheel in Times Square. That was pissing me off so much. Every time I would see it, I just wanted to throw up. There's already enough bullshit slowing down traffic and clogging New York City. You don't need to put a fucking Ferris wheel up to try to prove some point that New York is back. It's really not. Crime is still at a high. People are still out of work. Rent is rising. Small businesses are closed. Inner city schools are underfunded. There's 500,000 stray cats on the street. Homeless people are everywhere. So let's, let's put up a fucking Ferris wheel to celebrate. De Blasio is a tool. And has done nothing good for this city. I was taking the subway to class. The ride is, it should be five minutes at most, two stops. We were less than a stop away. Train just comes to a halt. The dude comes over the loudspeaker. We'll be moving in a moment. Where there's just a train in front of us. Which, like, you don't know what the fuck a moment means. That could be a second, that could be a minute, that could be much longer. So we're sitting there less than a few blocks away from my stop. For like 15 minutes, just not moving at all. And I started panicking. I wasn't trying to be stuck in a subway in a city that I, I, I wasn't trying to be in. Fucking frustrating because every year the mayor raises the subway fare on everyone, but he and the MTA do nothing to justify the raise in fare prices. You know, by improving the subway system fucking somehow. The trains are always late. They get stuck all the fucking time. I have never had a subway get me somewhere on time. They're never on time. Something always goes wrong. And they're fucking gross and unreliable as fuck. Making the fare prices... Like, like that... Like, dude, make the fare prices make sense for New Yorkers. The city is a fucking dumpster of white capitalist gentrification mixed with unbearable poverty. It needs to improve, otherwise the prices don't make sense for anyone who isn't super fucking rich and white. And they don't want to ride the subway, those rich people. Like, I have family members who are like, you know, they're up there in wealth, and they're like, ew, subway, that's so gross, ugh. <clears throat> rich people, what do they do, take limos? <laughs> I don't know, they have a car, probably. But Us plebes, we gotta take the subway. And it fucking sucks, dude. I hate it so much. Getting a text. Okay, um, it's just weed stuff. Anyways. Wait, do I have that soundbite still? The, um... I mean, now it doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, doesn't make sense for anyone who isn't rich or white. That's what I was saying. And, and, you know, I was setting up for this segue and I fucked it up. Speaking of white people, 
I experienced, or I was listening and experienced serious racial tensions in real time on Clubhouse between black people and white people. Like, lots of yelling between everyone, threats to each other's lives. It was not a good indicator of the state of the country. And someone I know from Twitter saw me in the room and was like, can you believe this? And I was like, oh shit, you're here too? This is insane. It was stressful. And I, I prayed no one noticed me there. Because, you know, the, the black people in the, in the group were in the room were talking about Asians being the enemy as well as white people being the enemy. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not sign off on this race war here. Don't, do not, I, Asians, <laughs> what, what the hell, man? Like, Asians have been seen as an enemy to white people for longer than they haven't. So we should be coming together against white people instead of turning against one, one another. But of course, there, there are racist Asians who don't agree with me, hence why we have this hostility between different groups of people involved. Like, it was when this one lady threatened to shoot someone for being, for, like, offending her, that I was really fucking scared of being noticed. But there's people in these clubhouse rooms who think they're a lot more important than they truly are. And that's really shitty, because you have these rooms where people are speaking over one another, and being like, I know you won't call me that, you better not fucking call me that before I get my nine. Like, you are first of all the least threatening like hipster person I've ever seen in my entire life. Secondly, you aren't that important where you can demand people address you with an amount of respect that you don't plan on reciprocating but somehow think you are entitled to more than anyone else. If someone thinks you're being a bitch and you are by yelling and calling people names, then allow them to say how they feel about how you're treating everyone. It's insane to me. As someone who only uses Clubhouse for OCD support and for NFT seminars, that this kind of shit is happening on the app. And I'm not saying the developers have to do anything about it. It's fucking, like, it's, this is just, like, telling of what's, what's happening in our world. And it's up to the users of the app to, to, you know, police themselves or to, to behave like we're all in person. I think, you know, there's a disconnect when it's just audio. People feel like they can say whatever they want. Like, we can, we can have discussions about racial issues in a public forum without threatening people's lives or allowing others to, part- or like not allowing others to participate in the conversation if you want people to actually learn. And I'm all about, I'm all about inclusion. And we're getting to a point where our side, the left, which has been historically about inclusion, is becoming about exclusion and alienation. We're fighting so hard for equality, but we're creating the opposite effect. But at the same time, I understand why the people in this clubhouse room, specifically the people of color, were so upset. They don't feel heard. They want to feel heard. American society suppresses them, and they have every right to feel angry. I'm angry too. Racism? It's fucking horrible, dude. I've been the target of a lot of shit, as has my family. I'm not going to say I understand one-to-one what the black experience is, because I don't, and I probably never will. I've literally had a cop tell me, why are you shaking, when I was like getting in trouble for weed. And I was like, because I know what you guys do to people with the brutality and stuff, and 
the cop goes, you aren't, you aren't exactly who we're looking for. And like, if you know what he's saying, like that, that was fucking privilege if I've ever experienced it. So like, like I will never have to worry about getting, I hope not, knock on wood. But like as an Asian person, we don't have to worry about, you know, every traffic stop getting like getting shot at a minor traffic stop or being choked out by an angry cop over a bad check. You know, Asian people don't have to deal with that. I'll never know what that's like. But I know that what we have in common is that white people treat us like shit in different ways. Asians, they're the model minority, the white people's pets who behave the way white, white Americans want minorities to behave. This creates an expectation within everyone, including the Asians, for them to be the quiet, high-achieving, submissive stereotype that's harmed them and other minorities for so long. White conservative Americans cite the stereotypes about Asians to go turn to black people and other minorities and be like, See? Why can't you be like the Asians over there? They're so successful. Even though Asian people aren't exactly like that, they're not that successful, they're not that rich, a huge portion of Asians live in poverty in America. Part of that is because white corporate America refuses to promote them to higher positions and keeps them in the lower ranks because they are seen as antisocial, disconnected, unable to lead with charisma, and too submissive, which is pretty fucking racist of an assumption to make just because some dude has slanty eyes. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. We, Asians, were seen as grunts, never to be considered for career growth opportunities. Colleges deny us admissions, falsify their ratings of Asian applicants to exclude them from admissions. The fucked up racial dynamics that Asians experience turn them into a novelty for white people, and like I said, a sort of pet. And then the whites, they take their pet, Asians, to turn on black people, brown people, anyone else who's different, to compare them to a standard that doesn't even exist to make them all feel inadequate, keeping the Asians as a pet for the whites and making them into an enemy of everyone else. And that's why the black people in this clubhouse room are so mad at both Asians and whites and put them in the same category. They had us on the same side together, and I'm sitting there like, I honestly couldn't even force myself to side with the whites my life depended on it. I don't see myself as part of that category. I've been alienated and beaten on by whites. I've literally, I have literally one white friend that I kind of trust, and that's it for my interactions with them. Everyone else, either black, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, no white people. And, and that wasn't even like on purpose, but that's just who I trust. So I don't, I don't really think I'm on the white side. I'm sure there are Asians that are, but there there are so many of us that we don't feel that way and we're being turned into this model minority stereotype and it's being used against other races. Like I I don't know. Like I wish I could have said something in the group just to be like, hey guys, like I'm I'm on your side. I, I don't I don't agree with the white supremacist bullshit. Okay, like I, I fight against that every day. But I didn't want to get yelled at, you know, because cause they, they, people are getting really worked up. 
like really worked up in this in this room and you know it was just not worth not worth um fucking up you know <clears throat> dresses me out man we're in a tough spot as a country people hate each other to a point where they threaten to kill want to resegregate both sides don't even want to converse with one another and i'm looking at white people for Historically being the ones to cut conversation short on these things. Whites. Now minorities are pissed. And straight white men feel so threatened because they're realizing they pissed off everyone else. (laughs) And another thing, there's plenty of white people on Clubhouse saying that black people don't deserve reparations. And I say, shut the fuck up, you non-historical idiots. Think about the history. If you if you studied social studies, Japanese Americans received reparations for the few years of internment camps during World World War II, and black people who were literally enslaved for two hundred years can't get reparations. Do you see why black people are so mad at Asians and whites? And to my black listeners, I know I'm not covering everything I could be covering. Racial issues are very important to me. And if you have a better or different understanding of the racial dynamics I'm talking about, please feel free to reach out and we can exchange ideas. I'm not trying to upset or fight with anyone at the end of the day. I just want to be, I I just want there to be peace between everyone and for no one to be enslaved in any sort of way. That should be a simple wish to be granted. And the country who enslaved black people for so long should take responsibility for doing so and pay them back because it's the least you can do. And this is why I fight for police reform. This is why I complain about cops every day on Twitter, because they're the modern enslavers, and they need to be held accountable for the modern oppression they're enacting. The police system's job is to enforce unjust laws through violence, and that is a trap for people of color who are unfairly profiled and incriminated and many times murdered over things that could be easily settled without fucking ending someone's life, and in most cases are easily settled when the person is of a brighter skin tone. We need to have these conversations more. Otherwise, nothing is going to change, and people will continue to fucking attack each other over mediums like Clubhouse. People of color, specifically black people, aren't being listened to. Sure, they're being listened to more than 20, 30 years ago, but obviously that's not enough. That's not enough. There's not enough push for reparations or for police reform from the people in power who can actually do shit about it. They need to be pushed by their voters to do so. Voters from all different backgrounds who need to who need to listen to and be better informed on these racial issues and how they can be changed for the better to make America safer for black and brown people. That should be a lot simpler than it's turning out to be. There should be a lot less resistance to that idea. The reason there's not is because people are fucking racist. So that's my little conversation about racial tensions on the internet. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Please don't kill me. I am really trying my best. Yeah, every time I talk about racial issues, I get I get really nervous about what I'm saying, like upsetting somebody. Because this is a really sensitive topic, and I don't want to be ignorant to anything. It's important to be mindful of that and to be inclusive of all perspectives. Um, 
there's a lot of white people who want to continue to stay on top of everyone else. But that's outdated. We know that's wrong. They need to stop that shit. We saw it in that video from the last episode of the podcast where those two dudes at ASU were refusing to leave the multicultural center with their Police Lives Matter gear that they were wearing. White people don't like the idea of the world not revolving completely around them. Any sign of that being reduced or threatened, and they take up arms. Okay, so moving on from the ongoing race war, Demi Lovato has a new show about aliens. I don't really know what Demi Lovato has to do with searching aliens. Okay. I guess they're going to make some decent money from this. I'll probably watch it. I'm being real. As long as Demi isn't complaining about aliens fat-shaming people or something. Or frozen yogurt. Talk about short news. That was fast. Anyways, went to the DMV recently. A.K.A. Satan's asshole. That was quite the experience, let me tell you. We went in because I needed a new license for, you know, where we live now. And the So, the cop at the front looked like, oh my god, he looked like such an ass. I hope he doesn't see this afterwards. But, he was like, he had his mask off. It was like hanging from his face while he was eating a banana. And, like, his mask was a Blue Lives Matter flag, like, that had that printed on it. Which personally is a little intimidating. Maybe I'm just being a little a stupid little leftist. But anyway, so it wasn't that bad. The cop gave us our forms while he was, you know, choking down his banana. We waited in this long ass line, which was annoying because we had appointments, yet they still made us wait in this line. And there were people in front of us that were completely unprepared compared to us. They were taking up time and disputing with the workers at the desk about their, like, different six points of ID that they had to provide. I'm just sitting there like, come on, dude, hurry the fuck up or move on. Come back later, like, with actual ID that you can use. Or, or, and stop arguing with these people. Let other people come up to the fucking line, man. It's not all about you. Like, it's so annoying watching people in public not knowing how to function. This one lady was taking like 20 minutes at the desk. And you need to provide, like I said, proof of six points of identification. And she's just like digging through her purse and takes out like some piece of paper, gives it to the person at the desk. And I hear them go, ma'am, that's a coupon. We can't use that. And I, I had to laugh out loud at that. I'm sorry, but it was so ridiculous. Like, how do you think a fucking stop and shop coupon is going to prove your identification? This is a full-grown English-speaking adult woman. So that was annoying, but eventually I was able to get my picture taken for the license. Keep in mind, I was high as fuck the entire time because, you know, I, I like being prepared. Um, so the picture was so bad. It was so bad, I made the woman at the desk take another, and that one ended up so bad as well. And I just gave up. I was just like, you know what, whatever, I'll, I'll take it. The, the Yeah, the second picture wasn't much better. <clears throat> Left it as is. I'll probably post it when I get it in the mail. At least if I get pulled over, the cops will see my license and think that it's normal for me to look this high. They'll be like, oh, he's just stupid. 
Okay. Cops are playing checkers. I'm out here playing 4D chess. Yeah, it was ridiculously high. Like, I don't know why my brain decided not to be able to handle my, my weed before this. Because usually I can. But now I know for next time. Maybe it's because I don't go out in public very often. And I don't know. Weed is interesting like that. It'll hit you hard when you least expect it. <clears throat> I don't know if you can hear that in the background. There's a psychotic, demented old lady screaming in the background here that I live with. Um, you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. Yeah, we live with family now, so it's it's hard to record sometimes. But yeah, every time she needs her diaper changed, she starts screaming. So, that's fun. That's a fun time. Anyways, sorry for that little story time there. I just needed to talk about the DMV for a second. So, Dog the Bounty Hunter says he's closing in on Brian Laundrie, who is wanted in the Gabby Petito murder case. The dude's been missing for two weeks now, and everyone pretty much knows he killed her. We don't know if Laundry is alive or dead, but Dog says he wants to take him in alive. <clears throat> is Dog the bounty hunter, is that even an option to kill? Like, is he is he allowed to kill people? I don't really think he is. I don't think he has a license to kill. He's talking like he's some great moral hero here by choosing to take him in alive. What a great guy, right? Didn't he cheat on his wife while she was dying of cancer? And, and he, like, just married his mistress? If he actually does find Brian Laundry, I'm, I'm gonna look like such an asshole. Like, imagine finding out that dude was coming after you. Like, holy shit, that's 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 fucking scary. If I were Laundry, I'd probably just kill myself so I don't live with the embarrassment of being taken down by a wannabe cop with a bleached blonde mullet who looks like he smells like stale beer and cigarettes all the time. Dog the Bounty Hunter is the Kid Rock of Bounty Hunters. I do hope someone finds this motherfucker, though. I really do. Alive, so we can know what happened. I think we all want to know what happened, why he did it. The Petito family definitely deserves answers. Um, now we're going into politics for the day. And the best way we've discovered to do this is through Ted Cruz, the horrible face of the Republican Party. He's got things to say about the immigration crisis because even though he comes from a family of immigrants, he doesn't want other immigrants, you know, those other immigrants coming in, if you know what I mean. Ted is the biggest liar and hypocrite in politics right now, and he spends his days complaining about the Biden administration while accomplishing nothing and abandoning Texans when they need him most. That's the Ted Cruz we know and love. So, let's roast Ted Cruz again, because the world needs that to happen. Let's bring in Texas Senator Ted Cruz. He is demanding Homeland Security Secretary oh. Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, that is high definition. I do, I do not want to see him in that high def. Jesus Christ, why would he do that to me, Fox News? That's way too high def. You really see the blobfish in him. 
resign or be fired over the crisis that we're seeing on our southern border. Senator, good to have you with us. So when you hear Martha, that there's 15,000 more, thanks for being here, um, I've heard 19,000 more in some estimates headed this way. Do you expect they too will get in? Well, right now under Joe Biden, th th we simply have open borders. It is an absolute catastrophe. False. We don't have open borders. We're holding people at the border. There's videos of fucking dudes on horses, American Border Patrol on horses, hurting immigrants, hurting migrants around, not letting them in, detaining them. Detaining doesn't mean allowing in. We're sending a lot of people back. Uh, I've been to our southern border many, many times. It's worse than I've ever seen it. He always repeats the same talking points. I've been to the border many times. I went there single-handedly. I shined a flashlight on one person that I, I assume is an illegal immigrant. They could have just been, I don't know, like hiking. But, but you know, I, I, I shined a flashlight on them. That was my contribution. Um, we are right now on a path to, to over 2 million illegal immigrants crossing into this country this year under Joe Biden. It's the worst illegal immigration we've had in 21 years. You know, just a little bit less than two weeks ago, I was down in Del Rio. I saw firsthand the crisis that was there where because the Biden administration refused to deport the, the illegal immigrants from Haiti, we saw what had been about 700 people under the bridge in Del Rio grow when I was there to 10,503 and within a couple of days after that to 15,000. And, and I got to tell you, yesterday... Yeah, but we're, not, we're not letting those people in. Is Ted saying that? Well, you know, I'm a little stinker. I don't exactly tell the truth. I, I don't exactly know what honesty is. That is why even Donald Trump, the president in my party who I support and whose penis I shine every day, called me Lion Ted Cruz. Hey, Martha, I sat down with the foreign minister of Panama, and, and she described how Panama has seen over 80,000 Haitian immigrants, Haitian it, but, uh, Haitian evacuees crossing from South America through Panama headed to the United States. And this is all happening because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris refused to enforce the law. Yeah, but OK. And they're showing videos of Haitian immigrants coming here through the water and like being happy they're here with their baby. And they're just grateful to be to be like in America and in safety and Ted is literally complaining over these videos of families being happy that they're safe they're coming here and they should not be allowed we got to keep them out like meanwhile it's just the husband and wife and their baby like holding each other wow dude so threatening so threatening and and have essentially said Anyone who wants to come to America, they're going to resettle them. They're going to give them benefits. They're going to let them stay. And, and it's that's a lie. Where are they going to get benefits? Undocumented migrants, they they pay more taxes than what they than what they take from the government. So that's not true. They're not 
they're taking all the benefits. They're not taking all the benefits. They can't get benefits. They're not, they're not legal citizens. They don't have a social security number. Doesn't make sense, Ted. Again, just out the ass take. A take out the ass. Resulting in a pub. This is essentially what I sound like when I talk. Because I'm talking out of my asshole. My name is Ted Cruz. I have no testicles. public health crisis and a humanitarian crisis. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty tough to read it any other way when you look at the movement, because a lot of them have been living yeah. there for two or three years. Um, but yes. suddenly they decided that now is the moment. And it's also interesting that you bring up the two million number, because during uh, one of the presidential debates back in <sighs> August of 2019, President Biden, now President Biden, said we could afford to take in a heartbeat another two million people per year. Um, so it, it seems like it's clear that this is, has been part of the goal, actually. It's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan to be accepting of other fucking people. Wow, that's so bad, dude. That's so horrible. Why are these windows open? I told Ashley to close these. They're closed. I close them for a reason. What the hell, dude? No, I'm realizing I didn't tell her. But I close them passive-aggressively, and then she passive-aggressively opens them again. And it's like 50 degrees here. Not, it's not fucking hot. I'm in a sweatshirt. This is what being in a relationship is. Passive-aggressive changing the temperature of the room. <clears throat> and it looks like they're going to reach that goal. But one of the things that I think is very interesting is the, the political impact in Texas. And I want to pull up a poll. This is a new Quinnipiac poll uh, that shows Texas voters give President Biden a negative 61% rating. Yeah. And that's down. Well, Texas voters, Texas didn't vote for Joe Biden. Texas very much voted for Donald Trump. He won that state. So are they are they very are they surprised? They're acting like they're surprised. Like, oh my god, this is such a groundbreaking poll that we took of people that are on our side. Such a groundbreaking poll that we took in a state where we know people hate Joe Biden. A state that is notoriously red has red beliefs. Wow, I did not realize that the red state would prefer a red president. Wow, I had no idea. 24 points since June of 2021. Uh, tell me about that in your home state. Yeah, look, Texans are seeing it firsthand. We're seeing the devastation that is coming from this this catastrophe of a pop We're seeing the devastation, and when I see the devastation coming, I get on a plane and I leave and I go to Mexico, and I have a little vacation. I sip some martinis. I have a good time. I get a margarita. I get a little, a little litty, as the kids say. And then I, I go 
I go to a strip club and I sit in the corner. I don't touch anything. I don't do anything. I just sit there and I sit on my iPad and do, uh, take notes. Take notes about life. I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so dumb. That was like the least funny thing I've ever fucking said. I go to the strip club and I just sit there. And I pray. I pray for those women. They come over and they try to give me a lap dance and I say, no, can I pay you to sit here and pray with me? And they usually say no. One time a woman, a woman there, probably of the devil, a demon woman, shot a ping pong ball out of her hoo-ha and landed right in my mouth. I did not consent. It was horrifying. And that is why I believe we got to control women's bodies. <laughs> Was that better? I needed a second to, you know, I'm not very funny anymore. Policy. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was down in South Texas. I was in Uvalde. I was in Laredo. I was in McAllen. Uh, I was in Edinburgh. I was in Roma. And I, I did roundtables with, with farmers and ranchers down there. And I got to tell you, there were a number of ranchers who described, women who described how they would not allow their teenage kids to go out on their own property without carrying a loaded firearm because there were so many human traffickers and drug traffickers crossing their property on a daily basis. I did roundtables with sheriffs and law enforcement, local elected Democrats. Most of the elected officials in South Texas are Democrats. That's been true for 100 years. Almost to a person, the elected Democrats said to me, they said, listen, if my party, the Democratic Party, is the party of open borders, I, I can't support that. It is a disaster, and, and, and it is overwhelming the communities on the border. Del Rio, the population of Del Rio is about 35,000 people. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised that even Democrats in Texas are probably, like, very moderate or more leaning on the conservative side, even though they're Democrats. Like, they're, they're Texas Democrats. How progressive is that going to be? I, they're not for open borders. I'm for open borders. I'm like, why are we... Why are we closed off like this? People have to, like, try out to, to come into the country. I think that's ridiculous. For a country of immigrants, did the, did the colonists try out to the Native Americans? Were they like, Let, let's prove... I had to do a Ted voice. Let's prove that our worth to these natives because it's their land first. No, they just fucking came and were like, this is us. This is ours now. We're, this is a country of immigrants, so you gotta be cool with it. You gotta be cool with it. We're taking all your shit. We're taking all your shit. Here, have these blankets. Now go die. Because they gave them diseases in the blankets, which, how do you do that? Were they like jizzing in the blankets or what? What? Like, it's just gross. Like, ew. Like, coughing on blankets. And then they just gave all the natives diseases, killed them, and then took their land. They bought Manhattan with, what, like $20? All of Manhattan? And, dude, it's just insane to me how, how the, the, the same people that support the colonists of like the the 1700s or whatever the fuck it was who like they like revel in that history 
will not acknowledge that America started out because immigrants showed up and acted like they had an open border policy in land that was not even theirs to claim, but they claimed it and then started letting people come in, historically. But now, like, what, we have to have closed borders? I don't get it. Like, these people are being held at the border because we don't have open borders. So everything Ted says is such an exaggeration of the truth, and it's ridiculous to me. There were 15,000, half of that population crossing illegally. And what does Joe Biden do? He shamefully demagogues the Border Patrol. When he said, you will be punished, that was disgraceful. Uh, I, I know many of the brave men and women of the Border Patrol. I'll tell you, I stand with the Border Patrol and, and Biden demagoguing and attacking. The- I stand with the Border Patrol because when I found out my, my wife was getting double teamed by Emilio and Eduardo, my illegal pool boys, I had to. I went to my Border Patrol friends and I was like, you got to come over and you got to take care of this situation. I, I don't know what to do. So my Border Patrol friends, they came over and they all they all joined in. Everybody fucked my wife, and except for me, I just sat there on my iPad and prayed, reading the Bible, because that's all I could do. Them over a media lie. The media claimed that the reins on the horse were actually a whip. It was a yeah. flat-out lie. The New York Times has corrected it, but Joe Biden and Kamala... They're still whipping people with reins. How are you not seeing how fucking crazy that is? They're not whips, they're reins. Even though they're using the reins as whips, they're not whips. So so you got to be you got to be uh you got to you know, I'm I'm de- I'm b- de- 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 dealing with semantics here. semantics. Harris keep repeating that lie and demonizing the heroes of, of, of Border Patrol. Yeah, uh, and, you know, they're also making... How many Border Patrol die a year? He's acting like they're, like, fighting a war. That's fucking hilarious, dude. They just, like, sit there, and they're like, oh, there's one. Ah, uh, get him. <laughs> there's an innocent man with his child. Go, go pick him up and hold them in a prison. Oh, people seeking a better life? Oh, go pick them up and, and, and imprison them. Make them do slave labor. Making sure that the Border Patrol gets vaccinated, but not the people who are crossing yeah. the border, which I just think, yeah. you know, anyone with common sense just says, well, that really doesn't make any sense, does it? Uh, Senator, thank you so much. Uh, we know you got to run. We're glad to have you with us this afternoon. Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Kilmeade. I want you to do me a favor. Fuck you, Brian Kilmeade. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are? I am head of the neighborhood lake committee. That's a perfect segue into what we're going to do next. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I am the head of the lake association, and you cannot have a plastic flamingo on your front lawn. It is an eyesore, and you will be fined for it. And we will be bringing this up at the next Lake Association meeting. You understand me.
Okay. Okay. Fucking. Ugh. Let me find uh, what I'm looking for here. We're doing Karen compilations. We're doing Keeping Up with the Karens. Because that is a fun fucking thing to do. Alright, so we're going to do this differently. I'm going to find the Karens. We're not going to do a compilation. We're on Reddit. Because Reddit is, you know, I'm realizing it's fucking great. I, I rediscovered Reddit recently. And a lot of fun. So we're going to take a look at this situation here. Because that is, it's, it's a cool site, like I said. And here is, mom confronts school bus driver for making kids cry every day. Go ahead. I love you. Have a good day. Please don't yell at my kids today. I don't yell at your kids. Yeah, you do. You're not too long. Don't yell. Shut your mouth. You're not going to talk. Shut your mouth. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I'm asking you not to yell at my kids. How dare you tell me not to yell at your kids? Yes, they cry every day. How dare you? Tell me not to yell at your kids. Okay, I thought this was going to be like... I thought this was going to be like... The, the mom was going to be a Karen, but no, it's it's the bus driver. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's one. Um, Let's see what else we got. Crazy Toronto Karen. New neighbor freaks out when I introduce myself. Nice to meet my neighbors. Thanks. I I just introduced my went to introduce myself and you nice ran away. To meet my I love Toronto. What's your name? I've lived all over the world. And the people in Toronto are by far the least hospitable and friendly. Thank you. It's really nice to know that you're gonna be my neighbor. Don't waste your time. So now we're out of five guys. This lady wants her burger. And the kid, Dad, did you see what just happened? Shh, kid. Kid, you gotta be quiet. When when they're mad, they will call you out. Why are you taking a picture? Shh, shut up. Dude, dude, you're gonna fucking... You're ratting your, your dad out. You fucking... Oh my god. This is why kids... This is why I will never bring a child into the world. Dad, why are you taking a picture? Dad... Why are you smoking that joint in front of the police station? Dad, why did you put that heroin in your butt? That last one, I, I'm, that's a joke. I, I, don't, I don't like things going in or around my butt. And also, I don't like needles. So, there's that. 
Also, heroin, don't do it. it. It's probably laced with fentanyl anyways, and you will die. So, let's see where this goes. Is this kid gonna, gonna rat his dad out? <laughs> I mean, some of these aren't very audible. Let me see. Let me see. Two Karens chasing bikers. No. Let me see. Video unavailable. Damn. What happened here? This sub is for callouts. You might be looking for entitled Karen. Oh, okay. Damn. So then. Alright, should we go hot or top or rising? We did the bus one. We did the neighbor, the five guys. Some of these are stories, but I I would rather see like a Alright, we got no mask people occupying a restaurant in Manhattan. That's a good one. What are you, like, trying to accomplish with this, though? Like, I think this is just a giant temper tantrum a bunch of middle-aged people are throwing because they don't like change. And I feel so bad for the service workers, like the, the waitresses, waiters, the the servers, the people making the food that are, you know, not paid enough to deal with this type of shit that are now forced to deal with this and are endangered, by the way. Endangered. Because you know, if these people are anti-mask, then they're definitely anti-vax. So they are coming in. This, this is literally bioterrorism. This is literally bioterrorism. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you're exaggerating. Think about it. There are mandates to wear a mask to get vaccinated because you're trying to prevent or, you know, suppress the spread of this virus. We're trying to make sure that shit goes back to normal, and that's why we have these rules. By going and not only intentionally 
breaking those rules, but by going into a restaurant in the masses, all unvaccinated, all unmasked. It, this is this. They should all be arrested as terrorists because if they if one of them has COVID and they spread it all to each other, they spread it to the people in the restaurant. They're fucking terrible people. They don't like they're they're so insane. One of them has a giant American flag. Oh my god. You guys are losing your minds. You're psychos. You the fact that this is how you think behaving in public works is just so sad. Like I said, this is a giant temper tantrum. This is a the an adult middle aged adult temper tantrum. Dude, if I was in there, I would, like, punch out a bunch of these guys. Like, no joke. It's, like, not cool. Fuck up. Get up. Get up. You a dumb motherfucker. You got to be the stupidest motherfucker alive. You think you gonna come up here and fuck my wife? Jesus. Get up, bro. Get the fuck up. Get the shit out of this dude. Get up. I said get the fuck up. I ain't gonna hit you while you down. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, I'm coming. You fucked up. I have nothing to do with the moon. I know good and fucking where you ain't. You leaking. You leaking. You fuck down. Look here. Look me in the face. Don't ever mess with my wife again. Uh -huh. And you got a band on your finger? Nah, he don't. Isn't it kind of like his wife's fault too? Shouldn't he be like beating the shit out of her? If it like... She she made the decision to fuck this dude. So like why why is why is it always like just the dude's fault? Like isn't your wife a fucking skank? Like are are you not gonna like kick her ass too? Why what happened to equal opportunity, dude? Like I think if somebody cheats on you, whether it's a guy or a girl, the other partner should be allowed to beat you mercilessly. I really think so. Like that that why is that not allowed? Why is that not allowed? Women do that to guys anyways. If a dude cheats, then they fucking get their ass kicked by the girl. Ass kicked. Scratched out fucking everything. That's so, that's so, like, I mean, this is cool to see this dude get his ass kicked. I would probably, like, try to do the same thing. But my point is, isn't it, like, Half the wife's fault. Damn, he got fucking wrecked. He's like bleeding out from his face. Holy shit, do not fuck with that guy. 
Do not fuck with that guy. What is this? Oh, that's too loud. Oh, not a fire. That's not a public freak out. Stumbled down a rabbit hole. First time I've seen this terrible mother. I can't. What? Has anything like this ever happened to your mother before? No. Thank God the vaccine. I don't. I can't. Not that I know of. I can't. I. Wait. So she's like fake convulsing and freaking out, and she's making sure she got the camera all set up in her car. It's like perfectly set up, or like, like, on the dashboard, so you can see her like. Fake convulsing. I got the vaccine. I got the vaccine. Yeah. Okay. You're you're having fucking psychosomatic symptoms or whatever it's called. If any, if even anything, if you're not faking it, which I I assume you are. Please help. <laughs> She's still shaking, but it's not as bad as it just was. Mother of the year, freaking her kids out because she wants to prove a point that the vaccine is bad. What a psychopath. Literally a psychopath. Holy shit. I am about to leave, right? It's no give me your sense. ID so that I can cite you. I am not going to give you my ID because I did not do nothing wrong. Officer. Adam 11 from... So you can go ahead and arrest me. He's getting arrested for riding his bike on the sidewalk. That's weird. Like, why... You can't... I have nothing to... Why are you arresting somebody for, for riding their bike on the sidewalk? That just seems like... You're fucking just wanna... You just want to be a dick. You're trying to fill a quota. Like, what? what is that about? Oh, this one's my favorite. This one is my favorite. Like, how come... So, like... here, Here's another thing. So, crazy ex-girlfriend blows up man's car. Burns man's car down. How come... How come the female, how come the woman in the relationship is allowed to blow up the man's car? What if a dude calls a woman a bitch or a cunt, then all of a sudden he's the aggressor? She literally blew up his car. Fuck you! 
Yo, the only way you can, the only way you can make it better, you have to, you have to burn her house down. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. You gotta, you gotta take her car and just total it. Like, just completely total her car. Like, and videotape it too. Like, go on a fucking crazy ass stunt race trip with it and like get it crushed by a monster truck fucking and then bring it back and be like hey here's your car sorry i didn't hope you you didn't notice it was gone just crushed it looks like a soda can after it gets stepped on I'm about to share something with you guys. It's utterly disgusting, and um, this is just a warning. Hello, black students of our campus. We are writing to you from a group sharing the sentiments of many students on campus, of all races and creeds except yours, to inform you what we think of the Negro, that lovely N-word you hate, African-Americans on campus. We are naturally writing from a non-student account so that we are not victimized by predictable cries of racism. And not what? And they sent this to black people? On UMass campus? That is what the fuck? Being inclusive. We expect the first thing you would do is cry to the administration and media. We look down upon you. We instantly know in all manners from your language, which most of you still speak in some broken form of Ebonics or to ghetto speak to where you're from, third world sewers in America brought and paid for by the U.S. taxpayer, to how you live like hood rats, to how you appear, fro hair, big lips, black skin. You are different. Regarding your intelligence, you are clearly stupid, while not all students know that- Yeah, people, oh, there's no racism. America's the least racist country. Remember that dude at, at ASU? America's like one of the least racist countries. You hear this shit? You hear this shit? Somebody took the time to target every black student on UMass Amherst campus in a, in a mass email to send this fucking long-ass email Claiming white supremacy. This is at a university in 2021. We're not talking 1960s. We're talking right now. The average IQ of a black person is 75. It is abundantly clear that you possess a lacking intelligence along with an elementary grasp of subjects that most of us learned in high school. Herein lays the problem with your presence at our college. You simply did not get here on merit. Believe it or not, students are not the only ones who think this and know this. It is a common fact that a black person can score hundreds of points lower on an SAT, but also professors and teachers assistants. I am sure you can see it in their faces and behavior towards you. The only reason 99% of black students are at UMass is because you were given an easy pass, and this applies to every other post-secondary. You ain't even finished. Institution, not only do you lack intellectual chops, you never truly fit in on campus culture or any clique on campus. And the only reason we engage with you is out of fear for being called racist and your forced imposition. White people, Asians, Hispanics, almost none of us truly want to interact with you. See, once again, this is what I was saying before. They fucking put the Asians with the white people. What are you talking about, dude? Don't fucking... We, we're not we're not on your side, dude. Fuck white people, honestly. Like, you guys fucking suck. I'm sorry. You guys just fucking suck. Like, historically. Historically. So don't don't put Asians in the same category as you white people. Don't. Like that's that's insane. You guys have Chet Hanks. I don't want any part of that. Fucking I never had COVID. I don't you ain't sticking me 
with a fucking needle. Remember that fucking guy? Yeah, fuck that. Anyways. We only do so because it is required. The entire history of black people in the U.S., unlike every other superior ethnic group, literally every other single one, including Asians who are richer and more educated than white. Uh, that, see, this is what I was talking about. This is the model minority stereotype. And it's saying, oh, Asians are richer than white people. No, a lot, most Asians are living in poverty. So that's false. Is one in position on our society. Every cry, every whine, every demand stems from a place of rejection. You must beg the rest of society to accept you and allow you in because otherwise we will never interact with you. The natural inclination has not subsided. You people should seriously consider doing the human race a favor and getting sterilized. I'm not being facetious. You should consider undergoing a surgical procedure to remove your gonads, thereby sparing human race exposure to your DNA. Oh my God. This is like... Who, who thought this was a good idea and that it wasn't going to be seen by bajillions of people? Like this was just going to be kept internally, like within within the school. I don't, I don't fucking think so. The rope will thank you. Thank you for reading our letter. UMass Coalition for a Better Society. It makes no damn sense why this isn't receiving the proper exposure. But make sure you tag that college UMass right now. I posted it on Instagram, so make sure you go tag Sean King and the school on Instagram as well and reshare. Up the administration and send emails. Do what you need to do in order to spread the word on it. It makes no sense why Gen Z always have to be the ones to come together for them to actually take fucking action. He's right. He's right, you know. Let me see a Twitter. I'm gonna tweet at UMass. UMass. Amherst. Yo. On September 23rd, Vice Chancellor Neff Walker emailed the campus community to address an anti-black racist email sent to black-centered student groups outlining a multi-unit collaborative investigation into the hateful acts and opportunities to support students impacted. It emphasized that the university stands in solidarity and support of its black students and in opposition to any anti-black racism. Today, Chancellor Blank sent the following updates to the community. The anti-black racist incidents that have occurred on our campus this semester, described in an email from Vice Chancellor Nefertiti Walker last week, are contemptible and cowardly. We will not be intimidated by the hateful acts of craven individuals who hide in anim anonymity. We stand with our students who have been victimized, and we will continually strive for a more equitable community grounded in the principles of dignity and respect. I want to share with you today that we have secured the services of Strauss Friedberg Digital Forensics, a leading national firm in cybersecurity, to assist us in our investigation of the source of the racist emails that were sent to the members of black student organizations. While we are mindful of the challenges of determining the source of anonymous emails such as these, we are confident that Strauss Friedberg will metho method can't read methodically follow every lead in pursuit of the contemptible individual or individuals responsible. We will also fight back against bigotry and intolerance with a series of educational opportunities and action steps to promote understanding and an ongoing commitment to justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. 
These initiatives include Black Joy, Black Healing, and Black Justice Forum, um, launching Black Advisory Council, increased funding for Center of Racial Justice. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, when an active hate occurs, a comprehensive comprehensive response protocol is activated, including meeting those directly affected, <clears throat> deployment of support services, communication to impacted student organizations, residential community or academic department, and notification of UMPD. I want to assure you that we are committed to doing everything in our power to support our black students at this difficult time and will spare no measure in our investigation to determine the perpetrators of these incidents. <clears throat> the steps that I have shared with you today are part of our continuous effort to ensure a safe and welcoming living, learning environment for all. And we will work with campus partners to launch additional initiatives throughout the course of the academic year as we chart a path through the troubling times. I'm hopeful that we can all work together to stand up to intolerance and build a better more equitable and just community and that's from the chancellor so someone said if y'all don't trace it back to the ip address then somebody lying about the effort and then someone else said computer forensics should have been done immediately spoke directly with three current students and that's exactly what i said to them this weekend why it took them this long to hire someone to do it is the is the major question at this point this did not just happen. So yeah, so they just kind of, UMass Amherst, of course, they like waited until like they really needed to do something about it until it really went public to, um, you know, to do something about this racism on their campus. I think that's insane that this is, this is happening so often in in our current modern american society and again this is why people in that clubhouse room were so fucking mad <clears throat> there's still so many white supremacists and they're trying to to make minorities turn against one another for their entertainment so they can have power over everyone because that's what white people do the bad ones the white supremacists it's just it's so fucking gross dude what is this one this one's labeled new york legend is this, oh, this is the subway. Fuck, dude. I hate the subway. Don't try to reason. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking to me, bitch. <laughs> He's... No, I'm not you. I'm talking to the dumbass fat bitch over there. He's... <laughs> he's like stuck in the... He's like... Wait, so he's in a wheelchair and he's taking up the whole area of the subway door. He seems to like be not allowing the subway to move because he won't let the door close. Eat too many pork chops, right. fat ass bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Shut up, you fat bitch. Stop eating so many pork chops. Back up off the tape. Go on a diet, you fat ass bitch. That's why you ain't got no man. You're too fucking fat. Nobody wanna fuck you. You're too fat, bitch. You eat too many pork chops. Too much rice and beans.
You got too many pork chops. Someone in rice and beans. You dumbass, stupid ass bitch. You stupid ass bitch. Moment, Britney Spears supporters outside find out judges have been. No, that's not a freak <laughs> Man confronts a thief that stole his bag. This is not about some. Alright, what's this one? Here in Glendale, Arizona. Damn, Arizona. Say still more than 50% of the people here, especially students, will not go outside without the damn ritualistic shame Ritualistic? Wait, how is Okay, so now the mask is ritualistic. I I don't I don't know anything about this. How is that? How does that work? Seriously. Like what? What's happening there? Jeez, I sound like my dad. How does that work? Something he would say. Um But but how is it ritualistic? I why why let me see. Why anti maskers think masks are ritualistic? Masking is a satanic ritual, they said. Um, how? Please, please explain. Do they, do they explain? The vaccine is coming with a chip. Oh my god, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a, I'm a realist. Oh my god, this is insane. So how is the mask a, uh, how is it, how is it evil? Oh, she says mask wearing. So this person said mask wearing prevents human connection, spiritual connection to others, and free speech, making it satanic. You can talk through a mask, so that's number one. Prevents human connection. You can still talk to people and connect with people. You're just, what, what do you want to be able to do? Spit in each other's mouths? I don't understand. You want the freedom to be able to spit in each other's mouths, like to random people? Like, what do you want? What do you want? I still talk to people with the mask on. It's so stupid. Spiritual connection? Just because it covers your mouth and nose? That's not... If you're, if you're even spiritual, how do you believe that? not covering your third eye like it's not like it's it's some ridiculous shit like that like this is to protect your orifices where disease can where respiratory illnesses can come in your nose and your mouth it's not satanic it is a piece of cloth that is acts as a barrier to those particles that would be harmful to you and to others Common sense. It's it's common sense. What is this student gonna say to this student? <laughs> nice face diaper. Holy shit, you kids are fully fucking cocked. <laughs> Gullible nineteen thirties Germans. Good job. Please, like mind your own fucking business, dude. Why is it like such a problem? These people need to like they feel like they have to take it upon themselves to like to shame other people for doing the right thing, by the way. For doing what's proven. 
to help in this fucked up situation we're in. Nobody wants to be in this situation. Nobody's excited to wear a mask. But you know what's not exciting? Dying of coronavirus. That's not exciting. Fucking don't want that to happen to me or anybody I know. Even people I dislike. Because it sounds miserable from what I've read. Sounds fucking miserable. So that's why I wear the mask. Even though I'm vaccinated. I don't want to get sick. So why would I... Why would I risk that? Other countries have... When people are immunocompromised or when they're sick, they wear masks so not to infect others, not to get infected. It's just something that people have done for a very long time. Only in America are people saying ridiculous things like this about it being a ritual of some sort, which doesn't even make sense based on their stupid, weird explanation. Like, there's an... What is the logic there? There's none. Anyways, I have to use the bathroom, so I'll be right back. Two hours later. Alright, I'm back. Where were we? So we watched the Karens being ridiculous. We learned about why they think masking is evil. Um, So let's go into... Uh, let's do one Herman Cain. Herman Cain Awards. Give pay respects to one. Pay respects to one stupid person today. What's this? I am currently organizing my own private blood drive for my unvaccinated husband who is in the ICU in a ventilator and ECMO because the blood banks do not separate blood as vaxxed slash unvaxxed. Do your research! Exclamation, 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 exclamation. We should have a choice. What a fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. Like, he literally, your husband is literally on a ventilator right now in the hospital, in the ICU, probably going to die. And you're like worried, oh, they should give him unvaccinated blood. We should be able to have a choice. Do your research. Yeah, doing your own research is really taking you real far, you and your family, real far. Um, real far all the way to the hospital, you know. So smart. Really smart people. Cool. Keep it up. Great moves. Great moves. We love to see it. So now we're going to move on to the end of the episode. With their relationship advice. We got to see what people are uh, people are saying people need help with, you know? Um, here's one. Would you be okay if your girlfriend wants to be friends with a guy she met on Tinder? Um, no, that's weird. Um, <clears throat> hi, here's the situation. I'm with my girlfriend since a year. We met on Tinder and we are happy. We had a two-month breakup. 
which was a mistake for many reasons. While this breakup was happening, she downloaded Tinder back to to read our previous messages, and in the meantime, she has contacted a Tinder match to chat with him as a friend. She met that guy a few months before me because she finds him nice and would like to be friends with him. When we got back together, she told she told me that, and she had a drink with him and asked me if this is a problem. I trust her. She can be friends with whoever she wants, but I kind of find this situation highly unusual and tends to feel quite uncomfortable. I mean, that she would be, wait, friends with to be friends with a Tinder guy you met twice. The guy tends to be a bit pushy, in my opinion. We spoke together, and she ends up saying, fine, I won't see him again, because I said you can be friends with whoever you want, but I'm still feeling not great about the situation. I'm feeling bad because I don't like to be that in that kind of position. Too long didn't read. Is it okay to want to be friends with a guy from Tinder? Um. Well, no, the, you did the right thing by by saying... You can be friends with whoever you want, but I'm just not going to feel good about it. That's a good, that's a great, that's communication right there. You know, like that, you you can't help that that bothers you. And you have every right to feel bothered by that. Tinder is pretty much made specifically for people to fuck. Or date. To fuck. That's what Tinder is for. So. Anybody on there, any dude that she might be going out for drinks with, probably wants to fuck. So, yeah, I would be, I would be pretty um, uncomfortable with that, and I would probably say the same thing. So, good on you. You did the right thing. Hold your ground. Stay strong. Love yourself. That's what's important. That's my advice. Anyways going to do it for this episode of the short news podcast thank you very much for listening my name is alex mador you can find me on twitter at alex underscore m-a-d-o-r-e you can find me on instagram at alex mador i'm on clubhouse too i run the ocd support group if you have ocd and need help with that anyways thank you very much for listening i love all of you very very much i will see you next week Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. And we say bye-bye. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut the fuck up, you cunt. I love how people are telling me I'm like two, nine years old. I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. It's time to skate, but I don't know where the fuck I'm headed. Up or down, right or left, life or death. I see my... No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Gotcha, bitch! It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime. Now with our friends at On Location, true 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game 
with on location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.